Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He has great style, by the way. I was scrolling through his Instagram earlier. On the album cover, too. Oh, my God. I love that outfit. Oh, Bourne's. He looks so good. The album cover this time around is just such a step up from dopamine. (laughs) Not that that was terrible, but this is just a little lighter on the eyes to look at, you know. So Lindsay Havens, associate editor here at Billboard. You also have a podcast. I do. Well, technically, Joe Lynch has ownership of it, but he lets me speak on it (laughs) usually about once a week, um, along with Jason Lipschitz. And... It's our Must Hear Music podcast, so we aim to do it once a week when new music drops. If we miss a week, we just play catch up a little bit. But yeah, uh, we record it right here in this very library. What's the next episode coming up? Tell the people about it. Uh, Well, me personally, I tend to talk about Jack White every single time. (laughs) Um, The next episode, man, I can't even think. We'll probably talk a little bit about Lucy Dacus, whose album is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to the show. Yes, Friday we are. Night. There's a good, good crew of us going to that. I love seeing an artist <laughs> on the night that their album has dropped just because it's usually really good energy there. I just love going to shows with nine other people from Billboard. <laughs> I also love that. <laughs> we just show up in a mob and sort of dominate a back corner. <laughs> Should be a good time. So I saw Bourne's last Friday night at Terminal 5. Had a good time. He actually played all of Blue Madonna. From oh, start to finish. No way. It was a pretty bold move for a new album, but I like it. That's super cool. I really like that he did that too. You got to own it. Yeah, exactly. Got to put it out there. Did he open with that? Yeah, and he played it like he he opened with the Lana collab. Lana wasn't there, but yeah, he yeah, opened yeah. with God Save she Our She did Young play Lad. Terminal 5 though, not too long ago. She did. She did. Um, And then did he do like an encore of some of his hits? Oh, yeah. I mean, he did old songs, too. He did a couple covers. He did uh, Strawberry Fields Forever and Holiday by Madonna. Of course. It was it was it was a full Bourne's experience. Nice. Did he end with electric love? He did end with electric (laughs) love. (laughs) I think he has to. That that song is just ingrained in the minds of many. Yeah. I mean, the new album's cool, but I and I, I don't. I don't think this is like a knock on him at all, but it's so hard to even come close to Electric Love in my book. It's such oh, a dope totally. song. It's so good. It is the jam. Yeah, I mean, not to talk about Portugal the man, but I feel like <laughs> similarly, you know, like for the rest of their careers, they're sort of going to have Feel It still hanging over them. Like it's one of those weird things where you get a massive hit like that that everyone's going to remember and love forever. Everyone and then, everyone will love it forever. Yeah, but then, you know, you just 
keep putting out new music and naturally the hit will always come up in conversation. <laughs> but Blue Madonna does totally stand on its own separate from that. And it's, an, it's a bit of a departure. I mean, it's not, I couldn't think of any song on Blue Madonna that sort of hits as hard as Electric Love. And I don't think he's trying to rewrite Electric Love. Yeah. And he actually talks a little bit in this interview that's coming up about his new direction for the new music for the third album, which he's already tinkering Ooh. with. Actually plays a little bit of new recordings off of his iPhone. Does he? During this interview. So That's super yeah, cool. Yeah, a, a lot of insights coming about that new Bourne's music. Got to tune in, everybody. Here it is, guys. This is my interview with Bourne's. She's my. tour has been good um it was kind of an experiment this time around because i had just released an album um in the beginning of the year called blue madonna and um it was the first time that i'd ever released a second record and uh and and yeah so we were playing the whole album um in like the track listing of the album like in the live show so that was kind of an experiment because nobody at, at, I mean we started tour at like a couple days after the album came out so didn't really give people time to get into the new vibe but I just thought a live experience of the album might make you want to listen to it all the way through so yeah it sounds like you're just really behind what you just put out yeah yeah definitely. which is a good way to be yeah yeah for sure it was really fun and the tour just wrapped, right? Just wrapped, This yep. leg. So in playing an, a new album front to back, which is like not what everyone does, kind of a bold move. Mm-hmm. How do you think that went now that we've wrapped up? Uh, well, it was interesting to see sort of the progression. Um, as the tour went on, you could tell what songs people were more familiar with or what songs like worked in the live show better and... Um, and uh, sometimes taking the leap of faith and putting the microphone to the audience to see if they'll sing it mm-hmm. back. <laughs> <laughs> that is a leap I of faith. I hope you know this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and I was, uh, yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised and the things that uh, everyone was singing and because you know you never really know. Yeah. And yeah. 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 It was really it was really fun and um, I went out with production this time too. I've never had like I never traveled with a lighting rig or anything to make the the stage sort of a you know a full show um and i traveled with this like sort of tropical sort of background that um was made out of these leaves and had light shining through it so it kind of looked like the light in the morning peeking through the trees and that's a good description for for ray because like i saw it but i always find it makes total sense when you see it and when you're with your friends describing a stage show or how a 
concert touring is, but then doing a podcast and just describing it to people who are listening on their earbuds. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, it was like kind of big. <laughs> it, was, it was shining. Yeah, yeah. That's was... a good description, though. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Big and shining. And you brought out some new cover songs this tour, too. Mm. Yeah, I think those kind of just happened along the way. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Um, the little nod to Madonna. Holiday. Had, had to. That was actually my um, guitar tech, uh, Phil. That was his call. He was like, you guys know that's like in the same sort of um, a similar progression to Holiday by Madonna. He's like, you guys should like just do a second of that, see if people recognize it. Um, so we started doing that. And, um, oh, yeah, and the Strawberry Fields Forever kind of came yeah. towards the end. Because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to do something with Charlotte. Um, so I was touring with this really amazing singer from Montreal. Um, her name is Charlotte Cardin. And she um, was just starting to tour. And um, she's got an amazing band, just like a trio. And she plays keys and sings. And her voice is just like... You know, this beautiful, a uh, soulful, um, uh, really precise, crazy singing um, that only she can really do. Um, so, yeah, those. I wanted to do something with her. At first, I wanted to like have her wear one of my suits and go out and like have okay. the light really low, and people will think it's me, and then she would like. That's that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. And because um, we're both kind of you know similar. Um, stature i guess we're both kind of like skinny creatures but um and she has like long dark hair uh but um and then we're like talking about some kind of like 70s covers and and then um she told me she had this like like a white jumpsuit and i had sort of a a white double-breasted suit so i thought i kind of wanted to do something a little bit more like um john and yoko kind of thing so um, so yeah, we did uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. There you go. And it yeah. ties really well, I think, into the aesthetic of the album. You mentioned the costumes and mm. a song by Madonna, for obvious reasons, uh-huh. touring behind. I mean, you, you, you could have done something off of True Blue, the album. I guess that yeah. would have been the the more direct connection. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't want to be, th- that's too obvious. Yeah, maybe a little on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So now, what's it like for you? You got some downtime. I know you've got like international tour coming up, but you've been on tour for a while, seeing America now just it's all over for a little while. So what's your mindset like now? Um, well, it's not over for too long. I'm staying busy and uh, working on um, some projects in LA while I'm back, um, video stuff and um, <clears throat> and even just kind of getting ready to work on new music. I'm just really, yeah, I'm really like kind of excited to get back in the studio and work on new stuff and get back in with Tommy and some of my friends that we've been just like trading ideas while I'm on the road. And yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to dive into the next thing. What do you got so far? You got like maybe like little vocal notes saved on your phone, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Vocal notes. I mean, my iPhone is kind of a, uh, mixed bag of goodies. Ooh, you want to play one? <laughs> oh man, maybe. Let me see. What's what's the best one? Oh, there's probably something real silly on here. <clears throat> We're gonna pick out the next single right here. 
I so occasionally I just kind of hit record and just do spoken word stuff like while I'm just like laying on my floor at night and I never listen back to it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to test like, this right now. I'm like really scared. Oh, whoa, this one just says synonym for cinnamon. I don't know. Some wordplay right it's there. It's pretty lyrical. And I actually set it up pretty pretty well. This is totally unexpected, by the way, for everyone listening. <laughs> but check it. Synonym for cinnamon. Here we go. This is my new single called, on my mixtape called Synonym for Cinnamon. I need that synonym for cinnamon. I need that synonym for cinnamon. I need that synonym for cinnamon. What she call it? Spicy dust. Uh. <laughs> Spicy dust. You got a nice little beat going there, That's... and the sirens in the back. I know, right? Some some like background noise. Yeah, adds to the beat. It's like, yeah, right. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty hard. Yeah, I like it. Um, I don't know. That's what that's what she got to look forward to. Let's drop in some music for the new album for the people. Yeah. Let's do uh, "God Save Our Young Blood." Sure. Opened up the album. Opened up the show. Here it is. Hey. So if you remember last time when we podcasted a couple years back, mm-hmm. it's before Dopamine or a little after Dopamine, yeah. first album days. Yeah, yeah. I remember we were chatting about Coachella because mm-hmm. you, you were about to do it, but you hadn't done it yet. You were mm-hmm. kind of excited, but you didn't know what to expect. Yeah. So now you've already done it and you've got another Coachella coming up. So like, I don't know, tell me Coachella stories. Uh, Coachella stories. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, there's always those initial butterflies. It's like going to prom for the first time, you know, what are you going to wear? Um, are you going to see any, you know, anyone that you think is cute? I don't know what prom is like these days, actually. It's probably so much different. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone back when I went to, actually, I never went to prom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, it was, it was nice, actually, the, the tent that I played in um, was just angled perfectly with the like sun setting because it was like setting behind everyone and the tent was filled and it was like starting to cool down a little bit and everybody was just like in the tent and just really good energy. Yeah, I was there. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So it was a perfect time slot. It was like, um, right, it was was getting dusky and then M83 played right after our set. So, I mean kind of dream slot for me um and uh yeah it was really fun i i was really looking forward to playing like electric love to a yeah know, crowd that big oh yeah it was, went over great yeah it was really kind of a dream so yeah it was a thing that people were saying afterward that taylor swift and her squad were like backstage or oh, in the yeah. artist area and they were really feeling it they they were they showed up like um 
remember I was about to get on stage and I was just putting in my in-ears and I like look over and it was there was like this golf cart that was like that was just like Taylor Swift and her Victoria's Secret model friends <laughs> I was like oh no I was like, I wish I didn't see that. Well, this is like the prom. This is like, oh, oh, they're pulling up there in like their exactly. limo. Like, oh, I know. oh, they go to this school. The golf cart limo. <laughs> I know. It was like one of those moments that I was like, oh, man, I don't want to be. You know, if Taylor Swift rolls up to your tent, it's like pressure's on, right? So I felt a little. Um, I was like, oh, it's just a lookalike, you know. But it turns out it was actually her. Well, she had given you love before. I remember something like she tweeted about Electric Love or something like that. That she was like, "Oh, check out this song." So it was a, probably a friendly audience. You knew that you were playing. No, too. it was very friendly, and she, um, yeah, she's been really cool and really sweet of her to, you know, tweet tweet it out and everything. But you know, it was like the first time she probably ever saw me perform, so I wanted to put on a good show. So uh, I did my best. Yeah. So Coachella year. Two coming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. What's the lowdown this time? The lowdown, um, down low. The down low, uh, different stage. Not sure the time yet, but um, some more different material to work with, um, musically and physically. The material of sure. what I will be wearing. Hey. Um, yeah, a couple collaborations that are kind of in the works with, um, making some, getting some groovy costume kind of deal going on. Um, and I've been working with my girl, Kat Tapaldos, who does a lot of styling for me. And, um, so we have some cool collaborations. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a good time. You know, try not to go in with too many expectations, but... I remember last time it looked like my phone malfunctioned and um, everyone I've ever seen on Instagram just like flew out and was around me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, you are all real people. <laughs> I thought you just lived in my phone. You know, that little like blue checks next to them, <laughs> yeah. follower counts. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, um, but you know, that's what's nice about Coachella is that followers are erased you know, everybody's friends. There's no, you know, hierarchy or any VIP None of that. Section. There's none of that. I mean, like, even in the artist lounge, there's just, like, you know, people wandering in, stealing your your uh, your drinks. So everybody's on a level playing field there. Yeah. <laughs> See, when I was there, the, they got the Billboard people into the VIP, but I saw nothing of the artist lounge. What, what was that like? Artist lounge looked like a swanky trailer park. Okay. Um, yeah, it was some like, um, they they made it really cozy actually, um, with like nice hand drawn, um, kind of like on chalkboard, like your name on your. Oh, okay. Trailer. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Picnic tables, I think. Astroturf. Um. Yeah. Word. Talking about like your picking out clothing design for the show for for a tour what is it like before a tour or something like Coachella picking out like your wardrobe and everything you're going to bring with you um <clears throat> well kind of getting started on it earlier this time because um um like I said Kat Tabellas who does styling for me um 
we have a, a couple designers that we're trying some collaborations with. So we'll have the outfit before the show and, uh, and my band and everything all styled up and looking nice. For a, so. for a tour like the one you just did, like how many outfits for, will you take with you? Mm. Will you like repeat any nights or? Yeah, yeah, I I um I repeat outfits sometimes. Um, try There's to no like, shame in that. I try to mix them up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. For for this past tour, um, I had a couple, um, uh, of these uh, Gucci suits, which were like, um, just like solid colors, but like really nice, kind of iridescent. Um, and, uh, that the lovely people at Gucci just very graciously gave me for tour. Um, and, um, and I got some, I I had some leather pants too. They got a lot of mileage. Okay. Those are nice because, you know, they don't really stretch out or, you know, it's just like leather pants. Just put them on and you're good to go. So yeah, wear those a bit. What about like the collaborations on the album? Like, have you been able to perform with Lana yet for any of the songs? Uh, not yet. I'm actually going to Australia soon to play some shows there with her, and um, and yeah, actually share the stage together. Oh, very really cool. Nice. Yeah, it's like a little tour together. Yeah, we're just playing um, a few shows together, and I'm doing a couple of my shows. Um, but uh, but yeah, it would be really nice to to finally share the stage maybe we'll be on we'll be on tree swings you know and like just kind of like crossing each other on the stage that that would be an awesome stage design i think it would fit really well yeah the vibe she's on a tree swing i'm on just like a rope swing just like tarzan style loincloth you know um it could be yeah it could be the greatest thing ever the loincloth has like the American flag on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like wearing like a big gold chain and an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though, you guys have, you two have very similar vibes, similar aesthetics that I think mm. complement each other really well. Why do you think, like, from your experience and actually working with her, not someone from the outside, but from actually knowing her and working with her, why do you think you two get along so well? Um,. Well, um, why do we get along so well? Um, uh, I I feel like just being in the studio with her was um, really inspiring because she knows exactly what she wants, you know, and she's she's very, her her instincts are very um, just so her, you know, and like, and her voice has this kind of sensualness to it that I don't hear in a lot of voices. Like when you hear it on a microphone and you hear it through speakers, mm. it's like... The words really linger. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just her voice. Like there's no effect on it or, you know, anything. It's like that's just purely coming out of her. Um, <clears throat> so a word that could just seem so, you know, whatever, like water bottle turns into something way sexier Mm. so i learned a lot about that um just the delivery just her delivery and um and yeah she's she's really good i mean the um the song blue madonna i always pictured her on 
um, and I played it for her, and she just kind of sang this last verse just off the top of her head, and um, <clears throat> which fit perfectly into the the song. <clears throat> and then um, God Save Your Young Blood was more of a um, I just I wanted her presence sort of in there, but in a um, in sort of like where it makes a relationship between the two voices. It's like we're both in the song together, experiencing this thing together. Um, not necessarily like singing to each other, but just like, you know, it's like we're just like driving a car down the, the, um, the PCH. You're just like switching off driving it, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> jumping up behind the wheel, let's get in. Yeah. My verse, your verse. Well, yeah. I mean, we're kind of just, we're, we're both like singing like sort of at the same time. It's kind of conversational. Um, and uh, actually in the track, there is like, there are um, engine revs. You can't really hear them unless you okay. really pay attention. You have to bring this back and play that part loud. But like, yeah, but in like the spinning, spinning, and we can't sit still, there's like kind of this pulse, um, and it's just like... Mm. Yeah, it's cool. But you have to listen really closely, so yeah. Yeah, and listening to her album she put out last year and yours, I'm picking up on similar themes in it. There's themes of, like, the end is near, mm. and the themes of, like, the world could end, but we're loving. We're mm. loving each other, mm -hmm. even with this, like, eminent doom. Like, do you agree with that? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Where do you think that comes from? Um, well, you know, uh as much fun as it is to live in a virtual world, which I think a lot of people are becoming more accustomed to, just like even like just like younger people, like growing up with technology as advanced as it is right now, um, is kind of wild. And I think um, uh, as fun as that is, you also kind of have to keep it real and realize that you are a human and and humans thrive on love and to have virtual love is uh, is a lot different than um real human love <laughs> and it actually takes effort um and um and humility and um <clears throat> honesty and uh things that are a little bit harder to come by on your cell phone um <clears throat> or just uh the internet um and so, yeah, so I think um, I think those are things that I'm constantly trying to practice in the real the real world because um, I think they're really important and and that's where that's what music means to me, you know because um, my the music that I grew up on was made before you know these sort of technological advancements and um, and I was listening to like seventies rock and roll and stuff that just you had to like learn an instrument and you had to like gig and play and tour and like that's mm -hmm. how you shaped your voice. And, sure. um, and not saying that music without that isn't valid. I, I think it definitely is. And music is constantly transforming, but, um, but, uh, I don't know. I just think that's important to me and how I make music and how, how, how I want to communicate. Sure. So, Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And there's a lot of heartbreak themes on the album too, like Second Night of Summer and Faded Heart and the lyrics there. Was it breakup inspired? Uh, I mean... I think maybe breaking up with a more naive version of myself. Ooh. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a, you know, being, like, touring as much as I did, it was, like, um, a lot of sort of disillusionment and, you know, what it was like to be a musician and and just, and a performer and... Um, <clears throat> And uh, it's a, you know, it's a little bit of a game. It's a little bit of a playing different roles and trying on different characters and seeing what works and what doesn't work and what's you, what makes you feel terrible, what, what makes you feel good. Um, so, yeah, and then that I just, you know, learned a lot about myself. So those songs, yeah. Um, I mean, there there's definitely themes of love, which are, you know, relationship-inspired, yeah. But also, you know the relationship with yourself yeah so you've worked through past selves you've evolved you've you've become your best self now so who is <laughs> who is that like wh- tell me about like what you've cast aside the negative selves what you've like la- put like oh, kept in last year what what are you now well i mean it was it's not even like um it it's not like i'm i think i'm a better version of myself i think i i was looking back at at these early days of, I mean, touring, but even before that, just like living in a simpler, with a a simpler mind, you know, or just like, um, uh, just being a kid, just like loss of innocence, I guess, is kind of a theme on the record. Mm. And, um, and there's things that I just didn't know how to do that, um, like when I was performing or touring that, um, it was, I loved that I didn't know. You know, there's no one to teach you how to perform on television or <clears throat> play for a, you know, room full of a couple thousand people for the first time. That's like, it's crazy. And I guess, and I'll, I'll never be able to do that for the first time again. Sure. So it was a little bit at looking back in those days and not even realizing how amazing they were, you know, at the time. But then, you know, I guess there's always sort of that sweet nostalgia yeah that everyone can live with so yeah 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 with the early days like pre-dopamine tell me what it was like like playing in michigan before you went out to la what was the music like that you were making then and what was what were the shows like tell me about your world in those days um 
those days I was uh, I was just um, I was a <clears throat> a little Pied Piper. <laughs> I I always just think of myself like that because I just feel like I was just frolicking along, playing a ukulele, just like whistling and humming and writing songs and s- sleeping on my friends' sailboats and there was just like Lake Michigan in my hair and it was just kind of a carefree fun time to just make music with friends and kind of a newly found freedom I think you know um so I don't know I was always the youngest in in those collectives too like my friends all played music but they could you know they were old enough to drink and they had to like sneak me into the bar I was like 17 and like that's when I was really learning how to sing in a crowded room um and that's kind of why I started singing like so high because I had to like hear myself over everyone talking right. and all the instruments so and um and listening back I'm like wow what what is that voice it sound like <laughs> sound like a little mouse um and uh and that was before I like just even knew how to sing or where it came from I was like oh yeah singing is just like it comes from your you know pushing air through your vocal cords um and then I I started to study a little bit with an opera singer that taught me how to like really project like because he's classically trained and you know opera was made to fill an entire theater without any sort of amplification so um and he was just talking about like yeah you sing from the tips of your toes all the way to you know Mm -hmm. crown of your head um and uh I was like, oh, so it's not just your, you know, larynx. Um, so I learned a lot about, you know, singing through him, and um, that stuck with me. And then, uh, then I packed up my little knapsack and hit the road. Johnny Appleseed, yeah. <laughs> walking down the Oregon Trail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you mentioned playing the ukulele. It reminds me. Tell me the story about playing ukulele for Max Martin. Oh my, that's a God. good one. <laughs> When did you hear about that? You did a podcast with um, Jesse Cohen from Tan Lines. Shout out mm. to the No Effects podcast. It's one of my favorite other podcasts to listen to. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was really funny. I went out, That was like my first time going to L.A. to like um, to meet Britney Spears' manager. Um, Larry, As one does. Larry Rudolph. <laughs> very, very nice guy. Yeah. Everyone um, was just leaving Michigan to go meet Larry Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I did like a Britney Spears cover on a ukulele. And um, Britney was touring through near my hometown at this like arena. And, um, and so I was invited to the show. I met her and her tour manager. And they saw the video and they loved it. And um, and her tour manager at the time was like, we got to fly you out to L.A. so you can meet Larry. And it's like, I know he's going to love it or love you. And so I went out there, ukulele in hand, and I uh, went to Larry's spot, really beautiful condo. And um, we're just sitting there and just sang him uh, a little <laughs> ukulele song. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, my friend uh, Max is going to stop by just to say hi, as he does. Um, and I was like, oh, cool, Max. And so we showed up, and um, really nice Swedish dude, good energy. 
and Lair was like, hey, play that song for him, play the song that you just, and I, um, <laughs> I played him the song that I wrote, and uh, he was like, damn, you wrote that? <laughs> and um, I was like, yeah, and he was filming me on his iPhone, I was just kind of like, what's happening? <laughs> um, and I didn't, it just didn't really hit me until afterwards that I was like, wow, I just played for Max Martin, that's pretty crazy, and he was like actually impressed by the song I wrote. Um, I think I was like 18 at the time. And uh, and they were really nice, and um, and uh, and then I had a meeting with Dr. Luke, and I met him, and um, and then I just flew back to Michigan, and and uh, yeah, and that was it, sort of. Um, I I mean they were I they were very like yeah we we think you really you have something not sure what it is <laughs> not sure what to do with you or what this whole thing is but it's something and like keep trying to find it <laughs> how much did you know of those people then like how much did you know about max martin like how deeply not that deeply. that probably I've, would help not yeah. knowing a ton yeah i didn't like, i had no yeah i was so i just yeah stars in my eyes i didn't even know i mean not even stars in my eyes maybe because i was like just kind of like rolling with it i was just kind of like yeah nice to meet you all right <laughs> which was you know probably a good good thing yeah one other story I would love to hear you tell. This one I only like read about. I haven't actually heard it spoken. Mm -hmm. You attended a Playboy Mansion party while oh. Hugh Hefner was still around? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Oh, um, Midsummer Night's Dream, the classic summertime Playboy Mansion hang. Um, and uh, I'd never been to the estate, but uh, it was rather lofty. And um, had nice vines and, you know, sculpted um, hedges. <laughs> exactly just kind of like the fantasy that you would think it is. And um, there was, like, tree people on stilts that were, like, dancing. Okay. It was kind of like a crazy LSD trip of, a, you know, what you think um, Alice in Wonderland would look like through, <clears throat> like, a gentleman's magazine. Um, just as William Shakespeare wrote. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. It was like uh, you had to wear pajamas. So, I um, I wore my best PJs and uh, chilled by the pool. And there was like yeah, music playing. They have monkeys there. It's like these adorable little monkeys. Um, and peacocks and um, yeah, it was kind of like a crazy little fantasy. Who did you talk to? Hmm, who did I talk to? I, I ran into some of my friends there. I saw Halsey there. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we had toured together, so we knew each other. And she was like, hey, what's up? I'm like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, well, I'm just, you know, going to be on the cover. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I was actually inside. Oh. Yeah. So we were, we, we were both, you know. The real Playboy readers know it's not just about the cover stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's on the inside, Halsey. <laughs> um, no, but she rocked the cover. It was between me and her for the cover, so you know. But she, she, um, <clears throat> she looked better in fishnets. So, what can you do? Words. So we touched on a lot of things. Uh, any other new music things? We played the synonym for cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Any other st stuff you want to throw out there? Uh, well, all the other stuff is kind of. 
in very rough sketch form, um, as you can see. I mean, that one's pretty much, you know, ready for mastering. Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of things on the table. I'm I'm really excited to get into the new stuff. Um, yeah. Do you have any idea of what kind of sounds you want to explore? Anything you haven't done yet? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, anything that makes life more of a dance party. Okay. I'm very much okay with. Um, you know, anything that grooves well, feels good to drive to. Just trying to get even more in that lane, I think. Mm. So. Well, yeah, you've been talking about from the very beginning of playing live, realizing what it's like being on stage, getting an audience to respond to you, and how certain moves on stage, certain music gets different responses from a group of people, and mm -hmm. getting the dance going. That's a good that's yeah. a good way to go. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Thinking of like the for Electric Love closing out that Coachella set, everyone was just bouncing up and down in unison. <laughs> there was a lot of up and down. <laughs> that's good, that's very good, yeah. Bring back the moon boots. More of that. Yeah. Cool. So anything else you want to touch on? This was fun. Yeah, this was very fun. Um, I think I'm just going to drink the rest of my one serving size water. And um, then we'll recycle them and we'll fill them again. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we're doing it here. Good, good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thanks for having me. This was really nice to, to um, reacquaint and catch up. Same podcast 2.0. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. I'll, I'll remember some like crazy tour anecdotes next time. I'll write them down. I um, they're in my phone somewhere, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, electric love playing us out. That is the jam. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Borns. As we said many, many times, uh, the new album, Blue Madonna, out now. Go get it. And uh, from what he said, sounds like more new music coming sooner rather than later. We'll have to see about Synonym for Cinnamon. Cinnamon. We'll have to see about that one. But uh, yeah, plenty of new stuff from Borns coming up. So if you want to check out that old podcast that we talked about, the one that I did with him a couple years back, it's there waiting for you in the archives. To find it, search for hashtag alternative facts. That's the name of the show. Search for that in iTunes or the podcast app on your phone, wherever you get podcasts, and it's there. Just a couple years back, do some digging. While you're there, subscribe. You can get the new episodes, get the show automatically every week, and give us a star rating. All your feedback helps a lot. To get me directly on Twitter, at CPain on a plane is my handle there. And yeah, that's about it. We'll see you next Friday, or next Thursday, rather, for more Alternative Facts. Peace out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.